Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back to the Entrepreneur Life podcast. And I, I know I say this every time, guys. I promise I mean it, but I do have a very special guest today. And I have with me um, a really awesome brother, mashallah, brother Josh Angel. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi What's going on, Ikhwan? How you doing? How are you doing, brother? Alhamdulillah, it couldn't be better, bro. Thank you so much for having me, man. Alhamdulillah, it's a pleasure to have you, bro. And just to let our guests know a little bit more about what you do. So, uh, Brother Josh, what he does is he's actually the founder of the Ultimate Muslim Man Academy, which is shortened to Ummah. And uh, what he is, is he's a mental toughness coach to Muslim men. He really helps them achieve their full potential. And he also has an amazing YouTube channel. He has over 280 videos on there. He's helped and impacted hundreds of thousands of Muslim men develop unstoppable confidence and inner drive. But that's just some of the highlights. And I want to dive into this conversation with him to share with you really his perspective on you know what it means to be a Muslim man that has achieved this full potential and maybe what are the challenges that we're currently facing and how we can overcome these challenges and show up better and do better and be better. So I'm really excited for this podcast and this episode, bro. Uh, and I think the best place to start is if you can share with us a little bit about your background, your journey. So what even inspired you to become an entrepreneur and create the Ultimate Muslim Man Academy? Yeah, man. Uh, so again, Bismillah, Wassalatu Wassalamu Rasulullah. Thank you so much for you know allowing me to be on this podcast, man. It's an honor and it's a privilege, and I look forward to adding so much value to your uh, your audience, Inshallah. man. So I'm sure you will. Now, man. Um, honestly, I've always had the bug, bro. I've always had the bug for entrepreneurship, man. I mean, dude, ever since I can remember, I was trying to sell something to somebody, bro. <laughs> like, you know, I just always had that bug. It's you know, ever since I was a kid, man. So, you know, I've had multiple failed businesses bro seven failed businesses let it you know oh. and that's just including the ones from you know years ago that's not even including you know as a kid and you know trying to sell candy bars you know at school and stuff so you know i had seven failed businesses man and um with there, there came a point in my life man um where everything needed to change for me you know i i believe that there's a few defining moments in people's lives um, that we can all look back on. We can all think of one or two, maybe three different things that were a pivotal moment in our life that we either took a left or a right. And for me, and I get emotional thinking about it, man. Um, so my wife is from Kenya. We went through mm -hmm. uh, you know, a very long immigration process. And I promised my wife that I would, I would give her the world if she came to this mm -hmm. country. Okay. There was a point in my life I was so broke when she came here my wife needed shoes and i didn't even have enough money to buy her shoes dude i found i found change in the couch and i had two sandwich baggies of coins and i went to the local walmart and the cheapest shoes that that they had were five dollars a piece and i was scared that i was going to get to that checkout and not even have that much mm -hmm. and so at that moment bro i said i'll never ever feel this way again and um so I decided, I went on that journey, dude, of I'm going to, I don't care how much pain I got to go through. I don't care what it takes, dude. I will develop myself into the ultimate Muslim man. I will develop myself into a man that never puts his family through this again. Mm. Sorry for getting emotional, bro, but no, the story always hits me, man. I, I think so, uh... so that's why I did it. You know, it's, it was that, it was that pain. You know, mm. I believe, I believe, man, that, um, you know, there's three people act for three different reasons, and that's it. Most of them are two inspiration and desperation. I include mm -hmm. selflessness in that. And uh, pain is a big motivator, bro. It's a great motivator. You know, it's a great mm -hmm. motivator. 
So subhanAllah, you, and to be honest with you, I would say people, especially from what I've noticed, uh, you know, with entrepreneurship is that pain is a great motivator. And sometimes we need to go through those painful situations For sure. so that we can ultimately develop ourselves into the person that we need to be. Because if we're always in a comfortable situation, sometimes what that leads is to apathy where, mm. you know, it's status quo sure. and things just are the way they are and you're satisfied. Right. And you're never seeking more. But sometimes when you experience those lows, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, you know, it kind of puts you in those positions so that you can then soar to the highest highs, inshallah. Absolutely. And so you decided through that experience to build the Ultimate Muslim Man Academy. Tell me about that, man. What is this academy? What's the mission behind it? What is the purpose? What are you trying to do here? Well, it actually started with Project Dreaming Achieve It. I recently rebranded, you know, and just labeled my YouTube channel my, my name. But mm -hmm. for a long time, it was Project Dream Achieve It. And that's what I started. I just, I went for, before I started my channel or UMA or any of this stuff, Ultimate Muslim Academy, I went on a year-long brutal process of fail after fail after fail after mm. fail and to, i read every book i listened to every podcast everything that i could get my hands on mm -hmm. and eventually i started figuring things out things started clicking i was like oh dude i'm actually starting to get some momentum i'm starting to actually figure this thing out dude and after a year of that i decided you know what i want to share with i want to share what my experiences because they were different than what i was finding online and mm -hmm. plus there was never that really like um islamic perspective right. there was always like there's shirk involved or something man whereas like dude i i want to listen to you but every time that i do my heart's like unsettled man because you're talking mm -hmm. you're lying on law you know what i mean right. so i i decided to create project dream achieve it which is my youtube channel and then the reason why I started UMA, the Ultimate Muslim Man Academy, is because after two years of nonstop content, never missing an upload, I realized that people still, they weren't getting the results. I'm like, dude, the content is, I know what works. What's the mm -hmm. issue? And, I, and what I realized is there's no accountability. There's mm -hmm. no community, right? I can't actually, I can't actually physically contact you other than commenting, you know, and hoping that you get a notification that I commented, you know, see what I'm saying? So I was like, you know what? I need to develop a course. I need to develop something where I can actually speak to you, get you on the phone, get you on a Zoom call, whatever. How would you, if I got to, to make you take action? Mm -hmm. Because you want, because here's the thing is I hate the term, uh, my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. If you were comfortable, bro, you wouldn't try to get out of it. Let me tell you something. When I'm chilling in this chair, bro, or I'm chilling on the couch and I'm comfy, I'm not thinking about changing my position, bro. I'm thinking about I'm chilling. I'm good. So mm -hmm. if you're constantly thinking, I don't want to be here. I don't like this. Why is my life like this? Da, 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 da. You're, not comf you're not comfortable. You're familiar. Right. That's it. You're just familiar with this is your life and anything else these dreams, these goals, these things that, you know, are in your mind, they're so unfamiliar to you. And that's why you don't, you don't go after them, man. It's not comfort. It's familiarity. So, you know, I, I like that we're talking about this topic, bro, because I think we're, it's going to be um, very beneficial for our listeners and maybe a wake up call, hopefully, inshallah, for some who are listening to this. And it's, you know, it's a good time to listen to this. We're January. It's the first month of the year sure. uh, when this episode <laughs> will be released. So, 
we were talking even before this, uh, before we press record about, you know, how, how many days it takes before people give up on their New Year's mm. uh, resolutions. Now, I want to know because there's a lot of coaches out there, there's a lot of programs out there that, you know, will, will give you the resources, they'll give you the training. But of course, what is usually lacking is that it's, it's really the accountability, it's really the community. And I'm glad to hear that you're focusing on this with what it is that you do. But I want to know. I want I want the, the really the meat and meat and potatoes as they say of what it is that you do with your clients, which is what does it even mean to be an ultimate Muslim man for you, and why do you think that it's important for Muslim men to to go through this process that you want them to go through, and what is this process even what what is it that you're trying to help them achieve? Well, that's a great question, man, and I think um, with the ultimate Muslim man, you know, dude, it, it basically the ultimate Muslim man boils down to your definition dude all right the mm -hmm. answers need to come from you when i say something it means something when you say something it means everything okay mm -hmm. so it's i can preach to you all day long i can say things i can say all types of buzzwords and uh, drop all types of gems but unless it comes from you dude you're never going to take any action mm -hmm. so i put the responsibility on the individual the entire course is answering tough questions, getting real with yourself. Stop sugarcoating where you're at in life, dude. Is it working for you? Probably not. So mm -hmm. the definition of insanity is to do the same thing over and over and over again and expect a different result. We know that, mm -hmm. right? So the answers need to come from the individual. So I make them answer some very hard questions. And then now that you have, when you ask better questions, you get better answers. When you mm -hmm. get better answers, you take better action. When you take mm -hmm. better action, you get better results and you have a better life. Mm -hmm. Right. Correct. So that is when I say, what is the ultimate Muslim man? It doesn't matter what I think, bro. It's what you think, dude. What is mm -hmm. your definition of the ultimate Muslim man? Is your definition of the ultimate Muslim man, you know, uh, that you're the best father that you could possibly be to your children, that you're the most present husband that you possibly can be, or the present wife, obviously ultimate man, but you know, I'm mm -hmm. sure, you know, you know, the sisters are watching this podcast as well. Yeah. Right. So, the, so, so it comes from the individual man at the end of the day point is you got to answer those questions and it's not up to me to tell you what that is supposed to be. Yeah, definitely. I really like that. I like that you you allow the space for your clients to to figure that out for themselves. Now, tell me about your slogan, founded in founded on Islam, built on work. I, I really like that, man. That's uh just the slogan itself is inspirational, bro. Where did you come up with that and what was the inspiration behind that? Yeah, man. Well, here's the thing, dude. A lot of people they hope, they wish, mm -hmm. they make dua with no firm intention or mm -hmm. any firm resolve. Let me tell you right now, dude, hope is not a strategy, okay? Hope is a losing strategy. Mm -hmm. So, dude, let me ask you a question. All right, let me ask you a question. Were the Sahaba, did they talk more than they act or did they act more than they talk? Definitely the latter. Okay, what were the results of the Sahaba? Mm -hmm. Were they winners in this life and hereafter or were they humiliated in this life and hereafter? Mm -hmm. Definitely winners, mashallah. Definitely. Okay, now, now look at our situation. Mm -hmm. Are we humiliated right now, or are we are we are we kicking butt and taking names? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're definitely not kicking butt and taking names. <laughs> definitely not doing that. <laughs> so, so we're you know what? It, it's Islam is the foundation of all success. Mm -hmm. But you know what? After you got that foundation, bro, you got to start building on work, not hopes, not wishes, not 
I'm thinking, oh, mm. I'm thinking of starting a YouTube channel. I'm thinking of starting a business. Mm. Six months later, you talk to that person and they're still thinking. Yeah. Bro, put in the work. Mm -hmm. If you want to be like successful, like the prophets, the Ambia, the Sahaba, the Tabi'in, the Atba Tabi'in, okay? They put in the work. So ask yourself a simple question. Do I talk more than I act or do I act more than I talk? Josh, I'm just listening to you right now and I'm like, dude, I need this guy to come and like talk to my students in the program, bro. <laughs> like, bro I'll do like, it, bro. I'll fire him up, man. 100% I'm going to have to do that. <laughs> like, shoot, man, I don't play, because, dude. <laughs> because, because I'm telling you, man, and the reason why I say this for listeners that are, that are listening to this episode, because the, I was telling Josh, but the biggest challenge that we have within our business mentorship program, these are people that have invested thousands of dollars to Follow. be able to be part of it, you know? Um, and they have, and you know, they have invested in, and we had a conversation they're like, I'm, I'm, I really want to build this business because I'm in a situation where my job is taking me away from my family, from my kids, from my loved ones. I don't have the freedom that I want to have. I want to have the flexibility that I want to be able to do something that makes an impact. And, you know, they have, they have the right goals. They have the right vision, but then it, when it comes down to doing the work, that's the biggest challenge doing the work. It's the biggest challenge that I'm seeing for even within our, our mentorship program, I mean, we work so hard to like get on calls, to message our students, to support them. But ultimately, there will always be people who we challenge to get them. Like it's a challenge for, for us to get them to show up. Now, I want to ask you. Can I can I say something real quick? Yeah, please, man. Go for okay. it. Okay. Because this is how I deal with that, bro. One of the things right. that I do, right? Because I believe that comes down, it comes down to self-identity, right? Your identity, your self-worth, doubt, and all these different things. Fear, failure, fear of whatever, being judged and all these different mm -hmm. things. I'm going to tell you right now, Abby, I do not like being on this podcast right now. What I mean by mm. that, bro, is I am naturally, I have a more, I'm more naturally inclined to be introverted and insecure, bro. That mm. is a fact. Okay. Right. So my mind is telling me, get off this podcast, get off this camera, go do something you're comfortable with. Right. Mm. But then I asked myself the question, if I did this every day for six months, would I be more confident or less confident? Mm -hmm. Well, if I put in the work for six months straight, I think I'd be a little bit more confident. Okay, what about a year? What about three years? What about five years? Yeah, I think I'd be pretty confident. Well, cool. And that means that the only thing you need to do is put in the work. That's mm -hmm. it. You've proven to yourself that you can do it because you just told yourself, if I had this amount of time, I would be more confident. Then less confident. I would feel like I have more belief in myself. You know what? Maybe I can do this. You know what? Maybe I can do this business. Maybe I can, you know, do whatever it is that you're trying to do with your life, whatever goals and dreams you have for yourself. If you can do it, if you'd be more confident in three months, six months, a year, five years down the road, then that means that you just need to put in the work, get your, get off your butt, put your foot on the gas and go. Yeah. Hundred okay. percent, man. Dude, I, I love, I'm loving this. I'm loving this. I know you want to drop some more, but hold up, hold yeah, up. No, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So, um, listen, man. I want, I want to ask you this. So, really, one thing that I'm noticing, bro, and and it's a very interesting phenomena. Okay, it's a very interesting phenomenon that's happening. I'm noticing a lot more sisters mm. getting into our program and starting businesses and actually taking action. I know then brothers know all day, bro. All what's day, happening, dude. man. What's happening, dude, dude, man. We just been so demasculated. I don't, man, dude, it is so frustrating, man. Mm. Like, okay. Yes. I encourage every, just like I say, the ultimate Muslim man, we need the ultimate Muslim women, dude, mm -hmm. for sure. Without a doubt, because 
dude, more than like, I mean, you're for one, do you want to be, for, do you want to be married to someone who is going to like um, doubt you and be like a crab in a bucket and constantly trying to, you know, project self self doubt and fear and all this mm-hmm. stuff? No, you don't. Yeah. Do you want them to project it on their, on your kids? Do you want your kids to you know, grow up to be mediocre and average and losers as well? Let's yeah. just be real, dude. I know I don't. So it's like, I don't know. Dude. I just, man, I get so frustrated with the brothers myself, man. I'm like, what, what is going on with you guys? Like, mm. when are you going to wake up? Because here's the thing, man, is that you have to realize, dude, that this, this is your obligation, man. This is your duty. This is your responsibility, man. Whether you like it or not, Allah made you a man. All right. So, Hey man, there's great, there's great pros to being a man, but you know what? We still got some responsibilities as well. And man, I wish I could answer that question, dude. I, I, I don't, honestly, I don't know, man. It's, it's something I'm what trying you, to figure out myself. What do you, cause I've had conversations on this podcast as well with previously with other, with other guests. And I've had one really amazing with brother Taf Muhammad, Tafazal Muhammad. He came on this podcast. We talked about like the inner crisis that Muslim men are facing. And, um, I, I just want to know for you and, I want to know your honest opinion of why you think we as Muslim men, or I would say even men in general, because I think I don't think it's limited to Muslim men. I can see it happening more within 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 Muslim men in men. general. Yeah, but also men in general. You know, that's why there's also like definitely a rise of there's also a bit of a rise of this like internal like manosphere, right? That's happening, and and for people who don't know what that is, which is the mode is the manosphere, especially like this this rise of like coaching and programs and, and, and this way of thought of like returning to what it means to be a man, the traditional meanings mm. of what it means to be a man. Right. And, and, and what we've done right now in society is that we've, we've essentially, as you mentioned, we've emasculated men, mm. right. Is that we, men are no longer seen as like the, uh, yeah, the leaders, the, 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 the leaders yeah. of the home, you know, the protectors it's yeah. taken away. And when, even when you see men in like, you know, TV shows and movies, they're always portrayed as like meek, you know, feeble, yeah, you know, they're, you know, like a uh, yes men, you know, exactly. <laughs> and there's always like one, uh, Girly you know, man. <laughs> exactly. There's always one guy, maybe a cross dresser in there as well. You know? <laughs> this man so, bun. Just kidding. so <laughs> tell me, bro. I mean, what do you think, what do you think is happening? Bro? Why is this happening? Is it, is it the media? Is it like the society that we currently live in? What's going on? Of course, man. I mean, dude, I'm not, I'm not trying to get political or anything. Mm. Cause I don't know your personal views and that's just, you know, for sure. bro. If, if you want to know my, if you want, if you want to know mine, go on, go, go on my Instagram. You'll find out, man. But you know, yeah. I think, in general, dude, um, there are forces who are trying to make us weak, stupid, dependent. Mm-hmm. That is that is their goal. Right. Make you weak, ignorant, stupid, easily controllable. Mm-hmm. And, and dude, if they can do that, especially to the men, because dude, men are natural fighters. Mm-hmm. Men are naturally inclined to to fighting, to be warriors, to be soldiers to be protectors. And if you can weaken those, that, if you can strip it out of them and even make them feel guilty for having that, you should be ashamed. That is toxic, sir. Mm-hmm. Toxic masculinity right yeah. there. That beard, toxic, bro. You're mm-hmm. offending me. Get out of here with that bull. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I, I so, love this conversation, bro. <laughs> keep going, keep going, keep going. Sorry. Yeah, so I mean, that's my point, dude. The point is that I believe that there are forces, man, um, that there are people in office, there are people, you know, globally in the, in offices, in, in, in positions of power. And if they can create two classes of people, haves and have nots, 
Mm-hmm. That's what they're going to do, bro. Mm-hmm. And the way to do it is to take the men who are the ones who, who can actually stand up and fight and emasculate them, make them weak, make them stupid, make them fat and lazy. Mm-hmm. You can do anything with them, dude. You know, it's 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 interesting because I uh, I don't remember a word for it, but I remember reading Whoa. somewhere this uh, this quote. Um, I I can't remember who it is by, and, and the word for word. Uh, I just remember like the you know the the meaning behind it, which is which is what actually matters. Which is that it was a quote that essentially said that if you are able to like defeat like psychologically like defeat the men in a society, then you effectively mm. conquered that society. Right. And as you can see within the Muslim Ummah, if you've, you know, and I think that's what's happening is that if you can emasculate, you know, the men within the Muslim Ummah, then you've effectively conquered the Muslim Ummah. Right. And we have been, we have been conquered left and right. I mean, people don't really respect us anymore. Yeah. Dude, that's the thing. I'm like, dude, if if you're ashamed, if you're apologetic for being a Muslim, dude, you're, we've lost. Mm -hmm. If we are apologizing for our Islam, Mm-hmm. traditional orthodox proven islam according to quran sunnah and the understanding of the sahaba bro mm-hmm. dude if you're apologetic about that you've lost dude you mm-hmm. have lost period yeah. end of story so this is uh i love this conversation man because i think it's <laughs> words that need to be said um <laughs> alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah bro thank you for joining me man so let me ask you this um what is, you know, for people that have reached out to you, I'm sure a lot of people have reached out to you. Maybe some people have already started to join. Oma. How, how, when did you launch this? When did you launch the program? Uh, you late, it yeah, late November, man. So it's brand okay. new. All right, beautiful, man. So I'm sure you've already got uh, people that were that have been interested, people that have joined, people that you've, you've spoken to. Is there like a, is there a common challenge that you've noticed among your clients? Is there a common challenge that you've noticed? Most people come to me and these are like the issues they're experiencing or the challenges they're experiencing. Can you talk to me about that and talk to me about the challenges that you're seeing and also on the on the positive side what it is that you know we can do to overcome that challenge right yeah man um honestly dude at the end of the day everyone is coming with limiting beliefs mm. that's it self-doubt and limiting beliefs mm-hmm. that's it and they just don't believe in themselves and they have these different belief systems um, that are preventing them from taking any action right so I mean, and, and the fact that they will, they, they refuse to answer the questions that we talked about earlier. They refuse to open up that door, actually address the situation for what it is, not being idealistic, not saying it's not so bad, but actually talking to yourself and coming to the conclusions that, dude, this is not okay. This is not acceptable. This is very bad, dude. And being real with yourself and then answering those questions and then taking action accordingly. Mm-hmm. That, that I see is is the biggest problem that, you know, uh, my clients come to me with, man, is they just have limiting beliefs. Now, an exercise that I tell them to do of many, and the ones, inshallah, as OJL, that your audience can do is, it's very simple, dude. Look, man, you take a piece of paper right here, take some paper, Mm -hmm. right? And you draw a line right down the middle. Pretty simple, right? You can do Mm -hmm. that. Anyone can do that. Truth on one end, lies on the other mm-hmm. write down in detail every single lie that you tell yourself everything write it down put it out in the open as ugly as it is write it down and then ask yourself okay what's the truth here's a here's an example i'm never going to be successful because i haven't been successful yet mm. my family my family's been we're broke we're poor that's all i know my parents 
my grandparents, my friends, everyone I know is broke. So they're, you know what? I'm going to be broke too. What's the truth? The truth is if you develop skills, which is everything that we're talking about here, discipline, fortitude, perseverance, grit, determination, passion, all these things are learnable skills. It's not something that I was born with. It's not something that anyone is born with. It is something that is a skill set that you can develop, period. And anyone who says different, says different is lying to you, dude. So you write down all your lies. Then you write down the truth. What's the truth? The truth is if I develop these skills, if I bring value to the market, if I become undeniable in my service, in my products, do you really think you're going to be broke, bro? Mm. Do you really think money is going to be an issue? No, because you're adding value to people's lives. So write down your lies, write down your truths, and then act accordingly. Josh, I've never heard anyone say that before. And um, I'm making a promise to you right now that I'm going to do this exercise because I haven't done it myself. Awesome, I'm going to do this exercise because this is a powerful exercise. I want to do it because already you're, you're, you're saying this. I swear I'm getting emotional because I'm like, thinking about the number of lies that I tell myself every day, like every you would think day. we all do, bro. I do. 100%, we all do hundred percent, man. And, and like you, even you, you'd look at me, the thing is, it's, you know, externally you'd be like, oh, okay. Well, you know, Abby's okay. He's, you know, works hard. He, you know, has his business thing. Everything's constant and consi yeah. it's consistent, but people don't see behind the scenes, like the amount of bro. like self doubt that you are overcoming Dude, every, every day, single bro. day, every, every day. day, bro, every, every day, day, right? Dude, before we got in this, before we got yeah. in this call, I was going through so much self doubt, mm -hmm. so much, bro. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it, it's just, it's normal. Okay. Guys listening. It's normal. You're not weird. Well, maybe you're weird, but I'm weird too. Alhamdulillah. We're weird. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. What next? What is normal? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who wants to be normal, dude? Um, hundred percent, man. Well, let me, I want to share, I want to share something with you, man. Like, you know, what are some lies I tell myself? I want to be a little bit vulnerable yeah. on this podcast with you guys. Alhamdulillah. Um, let's go. Yeah, man. Like, like you're saying this, I'm getting emotional because I'm like, man, I wake up every day, bro. And I'm like, always for some reason, like I look at myself and like, even like, it could be like very superficial stuff that you might think is stupid, but like, I look at myself and I'm like, I'm weak. You know, because I'm someone that's very much into like strength training, and I'm always yeah, like yeah. beating myself up, thinking that Dude, I'm weak. Me too, bro. <laughs> I'm me weak. Too, like bro. I'm not like this. I'm. Oh man, I'm Stupid not working as hard as I could. Ignorant. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm like not executing as well. Like there's like I'm always just looking at all the bad. I'm a things. terrible dad. I'm a terrible husband. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Like, yeah. It's, it's normal. It's crazy, bro. man. But you're right. Is, so is that if truth? we if we let so it fester? No, yeah, no, no, no. Before you go any further, what's the truth, bro? You say you, t you told the lie, but what's the yes. truth? Yes, honestly, man, you you have a good. That's a good question, and it, it's funny that I'm even shy to say. It. Why am I shy to say it? Why am I like Bismillah, ashamed it, to say it? We're say not ashamed it, to. Say, yeah, man. Honestly, the truth is, bro, that I work my butt off like every single day, bro. Like I wake up and I'm just like I put in more work than anyone it. else that I know, man. Like, and I've been like a machine for the last three years. Like, honestly, people don't understand mm. that building a business is like it's it's you're it's so hard bro it's crazy bro you have to be it's married like the, to it dude you have to be in love with the grind bro it's insane it's insane it's crazy man and like i don't give myself the grace sometimes like that's the thing mm. i'll tell myself lies like i'm weak i'm not working hard i'm not working smart but no, man, i'm you know the truth is i'm doing the best that i can with the knowledge that i have and i'm always seeking to, to be better i'm always seeking to do better i'm always putting mm. in you know the maximum effort mm. and you know i'm strong physically emotionally spiritually and i don't i don't 
tell myself that enough. And I don't like, you know, take the time to really not just tell myself, but kind of embrace it, right? Embrace it within me and see that mm. as the truth, right? Mm. And even saying that to you now, it's like, yeah, but How's am I feel? really, you know, but, but it How feels feel good, bro. That, it feels man. really good, man. It feels it good. Feel good to say that? Yeah, 100%. It should. I'm being coached on this call, on, on this the, podcast, guys. The truth is always going <laughs> to, they say the truth will set you free, right? Like, yeah. like the truth, man, it's, there ain't nothing like it, man. Hundred percent, hundred percent, George. Bro, I'm I'm probably gonna sign up to your program after this. It's I'm, I'm well, sold, man. bro. But uh, yeah, I hope uh, people are listening to this, guys. Go sign up to Josh's program, man. What's right now? We're gonna we're gonna have a call to action mid episode. Where can people go if they want to sign up? Uh, so it's uma.thinkific.com. I don't know if you just go ahead and put that in the comment, or you know, I don't know how the podcast thing works, bro. Sorry, for sure, bro. I'm I'm gonna do, I'm, I'm, we're going to drop it in the episode notes for whoever's yeah, listening yeah, on like yeah. Spotify and Apple podcasts. And if you're watching on YouTube or whatever, uh, just check the, the description. It'll be there, inshallah. So umma.thinkific, but umma.thinkific.com, guys. So exactly. without the H. So umma.thinkific.com. Go ahead and sign up. Trust me, guys. If you're benefiting from this episode, you will benefit from this program. And it's honestly, we need sure. more Muslim men that are taking action and that are, you know, doing this mental work that we need to do. Um, mm -hmm. you know, to decondition ourselves from, from being so weak, to be honest. Um, so, uh, Josh, I love what you're doing, bro. Tell me about, about some of the things that you say, like escaping the lowest version of yourself, right? What does that mean? You talk about that a lot and you talk about, you know, how important it is to believe in yourself. Like just, just like you did just now, believing in your ability to get there, believing in, you know, in yourself and overcoming that self-doubt why is it so important for us to do that why is it so important for us to escape that lowest version of ourselves well for one man uh and with regards to belief dude um no one you know we we have this huge entitlement issue in today's society man where everyone feels like they're just owed everything for nothing give me something for nothing in return right so people are they're they're entitled man and so people they get butt hurt if people don't believe in them, well, dude, you haven't done nothing for yeah. people to believe in you for. Why should I believe in you? You haven't proven anything to give me any type of concrete evidence that I should have certainty that you're actually going to do what you said you're doing or that you're going to do. You see what I'm saying? Like, so if no one else is going to believe in you, that only leaves the one person, man. That leaves you. Yeah. So if no one else is going to believe in you, does that mean that you're just just going to keep waiting for validation and from other people, external sources. I really need you to believe in me, man, dude, that is weak, man. That is so weak, dude. And again, that goes back to that entitled victim mentality, dude, which I am so against, dude, I despise. So dude, you have to believe in yourself period. Cause no one else is going to believe in you. And right. you know what? You can't even believe you can't even blame them, dude, because you have to think, let me ask you, Abby, like, dude, how many successful people did you know prior to starting your business? Like success, whatever you def define as success. Do you know many people? Is your is your family? Did you come from a wealthy family? No. Um, you know, did you did do you know anybody personally that no, man. just crushed it? No, bro. Like even even the biggest challenge that I still face to this day, bro, is that I'm like, you know, I got friends that come to me for help because they're like, oh, like what should I do with this? What should I do with that? Because like I'm I'm a, you know if they're if they have businesses or whatever. But one thing that I always feel is like a, a gap in, in, in my life is, man, I got no one to go to, to ask, like, how did you do mm. this? You know mm. what I mean? And like, so of course, like, that's where you, like, you, I'm investing in programs and education, but it's, yep. it's not the same, man. It would be really great for me to just have someone to be like, Hey man, like, give me some advice here. Like, but I don't have anyone around me that I know 
that can be like, yeah, I built a business already and I've done this and I've done that and I can help you out and I can guide you. I don't have that. I've never had that. I've never me had neither, that. bro. Like yeah. me neither. Literally, I, I none, none mm. that I can think of. Yeah. So if we just met each other literally today, right? Mm. Like yeah. three minutes before we got on the podcast, bro, Correct. we met each other. I didn't know what your answer was going to be. I had no clue, mm. right? You haven't met anybody. I haven't met anybody. So it's likely that the people listening to this they haven't met anybody. Their families haven't met anybody either. So yeah. if they're, again, if, if your families have never seen anything except other people on social media, on TV, on this and that, newspapers, what, dude, they, they have no foundation or basis to believe that you can do it because they don't know anybody. Right. So again, they, they haven't seen waiting. it happen. Yeah. I haven't seen it happen, bro. So you know mm. what? You want people to believe in you, make them believe in you become so undeniable, bro. Make it so apparent and so obvious that unless you're blind, you, dude, you can't see. I mean, come on now. It's yeah. simple, dude. That is why belief is important. Because honestly, dude, no one's going to believe in you, bro. That's a fact. That's just, yeah. a, I mean, your mama, maybe your mama is going to believe in you, bro. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Even that, then, dude. you got to prove yourself. Even then, to my mom, like, I had to yeah. prove myself, bro. I had to prove yeah. myself, uh, man. I had to, uh, I had to be funny. like, you know. He's going through another phase. That <laughs> He's so crazy with his ideas. Bro, bro. to this <laughs> day, like, my mom will sometimes slip in a conversation because I actually, like, dropped out of college to, to start my Me business. Too. And, Me and, too. and I, I didn't finish my education. College dropout, bro. Yeah, man. And, and I... Um, <laughs> And like to this day, she's like, oh, like you're doing, you know, alhamdulillah, I'm glad to see your business doing well and everything. And like, uh, you know, like I, you, you haven't like gone homeless yet, which is good. And I'm like, yeah, thanks, mom. So I'm like, thanks. But yeah, she'll still drop like, but like, you know, like you sure you don't want to like just finish, finish go get a university thing, like finish, right, it, you know? <laughs> exactly, bro. That's what yeah, they exactly. know. That's what they know. So you can't yeah. blame them, man. You just, if yeah. you, that's what I'm saying, dude. If you don't have belief in yourself, Bro, why why should your customers believe in you if you don't believe in yourself? Correct. <laughs> you don't even believe in yourself, bro. But you want me to pull mm -hmm. out my wallet and hand you my credit card, bro? Mm -hmm. Are you serious? Yeah. What, what fantasy world are you living in? <laughs> I want to ask. Uh, I want to ask you, bro, because a lot of your YouTube and your Instagram is very much as well. Um, like like what you'll see on there is you see a lot of content uh, related to strength training, working out, and and you know being physically fit. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and, and we all know, of course, very common knowledge that, you know, going to the gym, exercising increases self-confidence naturally. Mm -hmm. It really does. Mm -hmm. And so it's, mm -hmm. it's definitely something that we should all strive for. But I want to ask you, do you think that it's essential for men to do some form of exercise, some form of like strength training? And I'd love to know your, your, your answer on that. Like, do you feel like that's part of the journey of becoming the ultimate Muslim man, at least for you, is that part of it? Yeah, man. I mean, for me personally, dude, the gym is my anchor. All right. Mm -hmm. The gym is my anchor. And, um, you know, some people have, you know, for one, not all obsessions are bad. Okay. Mm -hmm. Not all addictions are bad. I'm, a, I'm addicted to, to my potential, man. And, mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's an anchor for me and people have vices, right? People have vices of porn, drugs, Xena, mm -hmm. alcohol, gambling, and the list goes on. You know what my advice is, dude? When I'm stressed out, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go grab a, uh, a deadlift bar and rip a freaking bunch of weight off the ground and smash that weight, bro. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna do. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, Preach. You know what? I love it. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. It. I'm gonna go Jackson weight, dude, and then feel like, yeah, you know what? I'm happy again. Let's mm. go kick some butt, right? And mm. so, like to me, dude, 
Um, it, you don't have to be a power lifter. You don't have to do anything. Dude, you just need to move. All right. You need to move. You need to get the body, body flowing because honestly, dude, most of us, we are not, we're not moving a lot for, mm. for one with uh, I'm not going to mention the thing. Cause I don't know if you're going to get demonetized or whatever, but you know, <laughs> the big thing that's going around the world these days, mm-hmm. um, I just had a brain fart. <laughs> you, we were not moving. Yeah. We're stuck at home, bro. We're, right, right, we're, we're sedentary. We're sedentary. Yeah, right, right. Right. So there's, um, you know, either working from home 20, you know, you're, you're uh, remote, right. Yeah. Um, seven days a week, or maybe you do work in an office, but you're sitting in your car. Then you're yeah. going to an office to sit at a desk. Correct. Then you're going to go back in your car to go back home. And then because you're so tired, you're going to sit on the couch. When are you ever moving? Literally a sloth is moving more than you, dude. Yeah. All right. Like, so of course, in terms of um, just mental toughness, man. And, uh, you know, just releasing dopamine. Uh, dopamine? Dopamine. Uh, dopamine. Yeah. Dude, you mixed up dopamine and endorphins. Words are hard, man. <laughs> <laughs> endorphins and dopamine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not a, uh, you know, workout expert. I'm a mental toughness <laughs> expert, bro. I'm not a vocabulary <laughs> expert. But um, yeah, man. Um, and and the thing is, especially with when it comes to, uh, exercise, right? Specifically, yeah. exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, it normally for me, because I do it first thing in the morning, right? I do it first thing in the morning. Everything else is downhill from there. It's mm-hmm. that downhill from here mentality. Yeah. Nothing is going to be more challenging than me getting up at 3.30 in the morning. Is And it's cold. It's dark. I'm tired. I want to just lay in my bed next to my beautiful wife. Yeah. Nope. Get my butt up and get into the gym. And if I can do that, dude, everything else is downhill from here. And when everything else is downhill from here, momentum, baby. And when you got momentum. Yeah. Dude, you're going to smash business. You're going to smash anything that's in front of you, dude. You are going to just plow right through it, man. So you have to find something. And to me, I think exercise, especially running, especially running. If you want to, if you want to test, you want to do a litmus test of how mentally strong you are, go on a run right now. Mm -hmm. See how quickly you start, you start thinking about quitting. Yeah. And then time for yourself from the time that you think about it, the time that you actually do. Yeah. That'll tell you how mentally tough or weak you are, man. And and when you do that and you force yourself to push through that, bro, you'll push through anything. Hundred percent, bro. Running is 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 one of the like I, I, I run more in the summer because I live in Canada and right now it's winter and it's like Canada. Eh? Yeah, man. It's snow <laughs> and ice everywhere, bro. Like oh, betcha. It's, uh, it's, it's freezing out here, bro. Like for me to go on a run, I would have to wear a jacket, a scarf, gloves, hat. Like, bro, you just do it, bro. That's what I did this morning, bro. Check, yeah, man. Dude, yeah, shout out. Morning, where, where do you live? Where, where are you located? So I'm originally from Wisconsin. So we're okay. neighbors. Um, but I've been okay. in I've been t- in Tennessee for 15 years. Tennessee. And, What's the weather uh, like? Good old Tennessee. And uh, well, we just had a blizzard. So about really? four days ago, we had a tornado. Wow. And then a couple of days ago, we had a blizzard. Wow. So yeah, that's Tennessee weather, bro. The weather in the, I have to say, man, the weather in the States is crazy, bro. Like that's one thing that we don't have. It's like, we have like the, the remnants. Man. <laughs> <laughs> man. Yeah. It's crazy, bro. Like every time, like there's a tornado, there's something it's like happening in the States and then we're in Canada. So we get like the, the remnants of it. So like, we'll have like strong winds for two days, Yeah, but which is still freaky. And I'm like, bro, I can't imagine being like in the middle of a tornado like this. 
Um, subhanallah, man. There's a lot dude, of... Dude, get it out there, bro. Because yeah, here's the thing, dude. Especially if you do something like that, especially if you go out and run or walk or power walk or put on a weighted vest, bro. Here's the thing. Life is going to come at you whether you like it or not. And life mm-hmm. is always going to throw you curveballs, dude. Every mm-hmm. single... Dude, just when you think things are going smooth, guess what Allah has got planned for you? Mm-hmm. Another obstacle, man. So if you have to prepare your mind right you have to condition your mind to be comfortable dude, in discomfort. What, uh, 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 yeah you dude you have to be con- you you can't control what life happens to you but you can control your response period yeah. you can retro- control how you react dude yeah there, there's literally something that i say always and i have like a youtube video i think even like that's titled this or something but it's called like finding comfort in discomfort mm. <laughs> like literally yeah, like dude, I, like have discomfort be your status quo like honestly dude like i was you know i was having a conversation with a guy that hit me up he's not a client of mine or anything like that he's an old buddy of mine from high school but he hit me up you know it's crazy what you know you never know who's watching man and he hit yeah. me up dude he's like man you inspired me bro like, he's sending me pictures man i'm starting a meal plan i'm starting to work out and uh, he's like but dude i'm really overwhelmed i was like good bro that's exactly what you need to feel guess what i'm yeah. overwhelmed every single day that's normal yeah. if you're overwhelmed that means that you're growing Keep doing it, bro. 100%, man. <laughs> if you're not overwhelmed, Mashallah. you're not doing something, man. You're not doing something. And, you know, um, going back to that resilience part, man, that going back to, um, you know, going outside in the weather and, uh, you know, you don't have control over these things. And if you can control your response and your reaction and your interpretation of events of the of your life, dude, you are unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Has Jabril alayhi salam, the, the angel right? In charge of Wahi, in terms of revelation, right? In terms of, in, uh, in charge of giving you the interpretation of the Quran, right? Giving the Prophet Muhammad some of the interpretation of the Quran. Has Jibril Islam came to you anytime soon and told you, hey, Abby, these are the, uh, you know, interpretations of your life. Hmm. Has that happened to you? Do you know anyone that that's happened to? Okay, me Definitely neither. Not. So what's that mean? That means that Allah has allowed you the interpretation. You tell yourself what that interpretation is. You can change that interpretation any way, any day that you want. I'll give you an example, bro. For a long time, you know, I didn't meet my dad till I was 22. Actually, I met my dad. So I accepted a slam when I was 22 years old. I'm 31 now. One month before I accepted a slam, I met my dad for the very first time. Okay. For, and, and I've talked to him maybe like five, six times since. Dude doesn't want to be in my life. Whole another story. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Point is, is that for a long time, I told myself that the reason why my dad's not in my life is because I'm a piece of trash. I'm disposable, mm. dude. I'm worthless. You know what? Anyone's going to, if, if my own dad can walk out of my life, anyone can. And guess what? Because that was my mindset, because that was my belief system. Guess what was happening? I was taking actions based upon that belief set and people were walking out of my life. And I'm like, see, there you go. Proof. Proof that I'm disposable, proof that I'm a piece of trash, proof that I'm worthless. But then it got to a point where I said, man, this isn't serving me anymore, dude. This interpretation, it's not, it's not serving me anymore. I need to give this a new tefsir. And then I started looking at it and go, you know what, man? Dude, this is exactly what I need. Because sometimes it's not about what someone tells you to do. It's about what someone tells you not to do. Sometimes, you know, and to me, it's like, bro, I'm going to use that as fuel to make sure that I am the greatest father that I possibly can be to my children. I will never allow them to know what it feels like, what I went through, dude. Mm-hmm. And guess what? 
That's a good interpretation. Definitely, bro. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, I am as my slave thinks of me, right? Mm, so if you, if you think, if you think, if you think of God as uh, in a certain way, then that will continue to manifest in your life. If you think of him as unforgiving, you think of him as like, you know, uh, someone who is, who, well, not someone, astaghfirullah, but uh, if you think of him as, you know, putting obstacles in your life to take you down to, oh, why is he doing this to me? Why is God doing this to me? And kind of, you know, this mm. questioning and always oh, because I'm worthless and I'm this and I'm that, right? But whether rather if you shift that thinking, and you're like, oh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is testing me so I can grow in this way. And he's, it's because this was probably not good for me anyway. And he's trying to divert my, help me pivot towards a different direction. And then seeing that and, and then having that barakah in your life of, you know, thinking of Allah always in a way that is that is positive, right? And in a way that helps helps drive you in the right direction and help, as you mentioned, kind of changing the tafsir, which is so beautiful, is that you can interpret things in two different ways. Like when something happens, and I'll, I'll give you an example right now. Mm. Um, and the story that, that you shared about your dad really touched me, bro. It really, uh, it, I appreciate you. And I just want to thank you for sharing that, man, because it's not right easy to share these personal things on a podcast. And, you know, a lot of times there are things that we want so bad in life. We want them so bad, bro. And I can't mm. even imagine what it's like, <laughs> you know? Trust me, I know. Yeah, man. Like, so bad. And and we just, we don't get them. And sometimes, mm. sometimes you know, that can lead us to think like, oh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, like, why am I not getting this? I'm making dua. I'm waking up for the hajjah. I'm praying for this. You know, duas are supposed to be accepted, right? Like, what's going right, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's happening, you know? And a lot of times we want something so bad and it's not happening. It's not happening. I'm telling you guys, you know, we have to remember that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, he there's always, always a reason behind what is happening in our lives. And even if what is happening is merely just a challenge and it's not to divert us to something better and it's not mm. to take us to more success, but it's merely just a challenge, a test. Mm. We know that well, then when we pray and when we, when we take our pain and when we take our, you know, our issues and bring them to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and say, oh, Allah, I'm feeling this way and I'm feeling this hurt and I want this thing and I'm not getting it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if he doesn't give it to you in this world, he will give it you something even better in the next, right? Mm -hmm. And we don't know what that is, and we don't know what something better is. And we all know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whatever he says is better, is something that is beyond imagination. It's beyond imagination, right? Well, dude, I mean, here's the thing. Like, you know, they say hindsight's always twenty twenty, right? Mm -hmm. I understood that as a kid. Right. I, I understood the concept. Yeah. 2020, you know, hindsight, it's clear mm -hmm. 2020, you know, it's, it's very visible. It's not like you're, you know, when you're in Canada <laughs> and you're driving through the snow, bro, yes. and the winter wipers are on and you're like, bro, I can't see. Right? <laughs> no, it's clear, dude. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I'm sure there's plenty of examples that you could think of, man, where something that you thought in the moment was a, a you know, a calamity. Like why do what? No. Why is this happening? Right. And then a few years later, a few months later, whatever, some time passes. And then you look back and go, dude, that was actually the best thing that ever happened to me. Mm -hmm. Right. That was actually the, I'm so thankful to Allah that he decreed that to happen to me. Mm -hmm. Right. Only then when I first experienced it, that I go, dude, hindsight is truly 2020. And if you can reflect on moments in your life where that is true, that enables you to have certainty when things happen in your life right now that you don't understand. 
You're like, dude, every single time that something happened in my life. Now, another thing too, though, is that people sometimes just don't accept accountability and they don't accept responsibility and they blame other people. They blame a lot. They blame whatever. And they not point the finger at themselves. They're not saying, well, you know, especially when it comes to like relationships, I'm going to ask you, dude, let me ask you a question, man. And then I'll, you know, then you can go back to asking me questions. Right? <laughs> Please go for yeah. it, man. Well, let, let me ask you a go question. It, have, you, have you ever had a conversation with someone where they're complaining, not about what another person did in a relationship, but what they, they are doing? Have you ever heard someone complain about what they're doing to another person in a relationship? You ever had that conversation? Not really, man. Do you understand no. the question? Yeah, I, I understand, and I I, I, so, I believe so, I understand, but I and I don't believe that has happened. So, and say for instance, me and my wife are you know in an argument, just saying hypothetically, right? Yeah. And I go, Abby, dude, I've been so not present with my wife, dude, for the last three months, man. I've been mm-hmm. working my tail off, putting in this work. I've been ignoring her. I've been passive aggressive. I've been just kind of you know mm-hmm. on edge because my business isn't really working the way that i want and my boss is you know blah 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 blah. and you know what she she's starting to treat me different man you know she mm-hmm. she doesn't tell me she loves me that much anymore she you know she doesn't want to be intimate with me anymore this that mm-hmm. and the other well duh bro because mm-hmm. of what you're doing you're not giving her any attention man but you never hear someone say all the things that they're doing wrong in relationship. Anytime you have a conversation, it's, bro, my wife is doing this. Man, my wife is like that. Man, my wife is da-da-da-da-da. What, yeah. what are you doing in order for her to react like that, bro? Yeah. People ain't just with themselves, man. Mm-hmm. So maybe you need to take a good hard look in the mirror and stop blaming the cutter. Stop blaming the decree of Allah and start blaming yourself, dude. Mm. Mic drop. <laughs> oh my god, man. Mashallah, dude. This is what an app. What an app, bro. One for the books. Guys, if you're listening to this, please share it. Share our podcast. Share with everyone you know. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh little plug there. All right, man. I want to ask you, mama. <laughs> I want to ask you a question that um that uh that I ask every single guest tonight. One okay. of my favorite questions to ask. Okay. Um, if you could meet Josh. And go well if you could go back and you could meet your 18 year old self you can meet 18 year old joshua um you know going through life and he was probably going through certain challenges and you know certain i was i was just know. becoming a dad bro yeah or oh, amazing For perfect real. even even better <laughs> you just become just about to become a dad you know he was in a did have you did you start your business back then or no where were you at when you were 18 no man i was so i'm a dude i didn't accept a slam until i was 22 man so um, at at 18 years old bro i was a long hair don't care heavy metal you know thrash guitar player i can see you've kept uh, you've kept the beard from those days so i like that or shout out to that dude all day bro and uh, love it we're know, gonna have to we're gonna have to talk about beard care after this episode for sure um, man. i got all kinds of good <laughs> bro, for sure um but yeah man that that was me dude just so if you could go back if you could go back and meet that that version of you right the, the the younger you and you could you could meet him but you could only tell him one thing you could only give him one piece of advice something that he could hold on to he doesn't know why he doesn't know who you are he doesn't know the context you could just tell him one thing one piece of advice that he can hold on to as he goes through this journey of life. What would that one thing be? What would you tell that, that young kid? I'd be like, bro, your shoes are untied. And then you look down and I'm like, boom, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This is the first time we've gotten a response on this podcast. So, I'm uh, 10 on 10 for you. Straight, 
putts and <laughs> <laughs> like just walk. No, I'm just kidding. But I mean, dude, I, I mean, I tell him accept the slam, dude. You know, honestly, mm-hmm. man, I say accept the slam, bro. What you waiting on, man? Don't wait another four Were more. Were you years, thinking man. about it at that time, bro? My story. I mean, I told my story on uh, on uh, YouTube, man, just because people asked for it. My story is not pretty, bro. My story is not pretty. Um, mm-hmm. I was not looking for a slam. I wasn't looking for nothing. I was, I was, dude. You think I'm? You think? I mean, you don't really know me, man. But, um, dude, I was. When I say I was committed and dedicated to guitar and being the literally, I told myself when I first picked up guitar, I said I will be the greatest guitar player that ever lived, and I meant that with everything in my being. I had two guitars and an amp in my bathroom, alone. Which is probably why my riffs sound like crap. But anyways, <laughs> anyways, no nah, man, for real though. Like, dude, I I was so committed to to music, man, and um, so I had no interest. And and I would I would tell you that I was atheist at the time, mm. because all I knew was uh, Christianity growing up. Yeah, and I was like, dude, if this is God's people, I want nothing to do with God, and I want nothing to do with His people, man. Just because, dude, all I seen was straight hypocrisy, dude straight hypocrisy and taking advantage of people and smacking the devil out of them. And then, Hey, give me your, you know, give me some money in return. And man, all this nonsense, dude. So like, Mm. man, I was like, dude, I don't want to have nothing to do with God or none of that, man. I'm happy. I'm a good person. And I'm going to, I'm going to jam out till you know, whatever, bro. (laughs) Till I die, (laughs) man. And uh, so, yeah, man, I had no interest in any of that, dude. So when I accepted Islam, bro, you want to say that was a shock to people, man. <laughs> Cause I, I am, I am like anti-authority dude. Like I've always been like, don't tell me what to do. So what, what even introduced there, you? Like what, what even opened that door for you? A lady friend, not my mm. current wife, <laughs> mm. but, uh, yeah, man. I mean, I was, so I've always been someone who's very curious, dude. Um, very curious about people and mindsets that are completely completely opposite of mine so i've mm. studied ku klux klan and skinheads and neo-nazis and pedophiles and s- whatever bro like serial killers because i'm like dude racist you know all these different people i'm like okay how did you come to that conclusion dude like mm. how you how like and i hate when people say oh bro this is how i was raised we were also raised believing the tooth fairy and the Easter bunny, but at some point, hopefully, yeah, uh, started critically thinking and saying, you know what, maybe there isn't a tooth fairy after all. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just my dad shoving a dollar down my, you know, under my pillow. Yeah. Could be. I don't know. And so, um, point is, man, is that I met a Muslim, um, and you know, I started talking to her. I know it's haram. All right, don't hit me up in the comments. I already know, bro. All right. It's all good, bro. You were a Muslim so, back then, bro. Yes, I was it's all Muslim. good. I didn't know, dude. No excuse to you, bro. Don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah, but I get that, bro. Yeah, it's haram, it's bro. All good. It's haram. Like, duh, bro. But I was Muslim, man. I didn't know. Anyways, man, I was curious. I was like, so I wake up. This is how I wake up prior to Islam. I wake up and I turn Slayer on to 11. And I just crank is just, I want to just, you know, like, God, that's bad, some heavy bro. music for the morning, bro. Dude. And then I'm like, and you wake up and pray. Right. Why? You know? And then, um, to be honest, man, you know, you know what, uh, what really intrigued me about a slam and I've never heard anyone else say this dude, but in this kind of tells you just how twisted I am. She had a book. She brought a book to work talking about a double cover. 
And mm. I never heard of something like that. And my first thought was, dude, that's metal. <laughs> like I'm, I'm gonna write a song about that bro like, but like but uh seriously though i mean i was like can i read that book and i started reading about it and the justice man the fact that just because you believe in a faith does not make you exempted from punishment i thought like i had never heard that concept to me, it was just believe. You ain't got to actually do anything. You just mm-hmm. got to believe, sing some hymns on Sunday, and all is good, bro. One-way ticket, VIP pass, straight to paradise, man. And mm-hmm. I was like, dude, that just that don't even work in the real world, dude. Like, mm-hmm. dude, you go, to, you go on a trip, you go on vacation. I don't care, dude. You could go to the greatest, whatever, most expensive, most luxurious travel, you know, uh, hotel, tourist whatever bro in the planet you're gonna deal with some rude person on the flight your flight's gonna get delayed you're gonna get sand in your food something bad's gonna happen dude i'm like and that's for you taking action i don't know anything where you don't have to do nothing and you get paradise bro yeah you know what i mean so um i know this is a long drawn out and that's just kind of how i roll dude but no man i'm loving (laughs) this Please, please go on man but um yeah man so i met her and then, you know, started developing feelings for one another and was basically like, hey, so what do I got to do to, like, be with you? She's like, well, you got to be Muslim. Okay, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> and then she told I'm like, and in my head, I go, I'm going to keep doing everything that I'm doing, bro. I'm going to be this heavy metal guitar player. I'm going to go on tour. I'm going to be the biggest band in the world. And I'm just going to say I'm Muslim, you know, marry, mm. this, marry this chick and, mm. you know, keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah, a lot had other plans, bro. <laughs> yeah, other plans, man. And then, you know, because it was haram, man, uh, you know, things didn't work out. And that goes back to one of the examples of I, I would literally be like in the imam's office, bawling my eyes out. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, like, why is this? What's going on? You know? Mm. And, uh, you know, eventually, uh, you know, I learned that, dude, if you want anything out of life, if you want any baraka in life, bro, you better do what Allah and his messenger told you, man. Yeah. Period, dude. I learned that the hard way. The hard way. And I've left out some details that if I can tell you privately, bro, that would, I mean, it's on my channel or whatever, but like, mm-hmm. it would shock you. People were going to jail, bro. I'm just going to tell you. That. <laughs> like, yeah. it was crazy, dude. It was a crazy time in my life, man, when I first accepted the slam, man. Subhanallah. So, yeah. Bro, thank you so much for being uh, so open and vulnerable on this podcast, man, and sharing your personal experience, your stories with us, sharing your views. And honestly, I think this was uh, one of you know one of the one of the greatest episodes because it was so raw, it was so real, and um, you know, so there's a lot sexy too, man. <laughs> this beard, bro. The be- you gotta you gotta give me the beard uh, routine after this podcast. I'm gonna I'm gonna note everything sure. down. Uh, mashallah. But if you guys are not watching the video, if you're just listening to the audio, mashallah, brother Josh has a beard that goes from from his head to the bottom of the screen, bro. <laughs> 17 and a half inches last time my wife measured, bro. Yeah, I love it being measured. <laughs> There's a, they probably have a ruler on the wall that they like, you know, for the milestones. That yeah, bro. Definitely, I love bro. it. 
Color, you know how you keep track of your kids? Remember, you remember when your beer was only seven inches? Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was like so weird, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing, man. So, brothers, thank you so much for joining me on this thank podcast. You, Jazakallah khair. It was a pleasure. Yeah. Where? So we talked about it earlier in the middle, man. But is there any any call to action? Any any place you want our listeners to go to support you? Uh, go and you know follow you and hear more about you. Yeah, man. I mean, dude. So, firstly, um, there's my YouTube channel. Same name, Josh Angel. Can't miss okay. it. Can't miss a face that's ugly. Number two is uh, my Instagram, the, you know, the real Josh Angel. I'm sure he's going to put all that stuff in the description, man. I have a daily blog, free daily blog. Just, you know, spitting for everything that you've heard. Basically just spitting fire quick, two-minute read, one-minute read. Something to just get you in gear, man. And uh, if you're someone who's not allergic to work, right? If you're someone who's not going to make excuses, if you're someone who actually wants to change their life for real, then inshallah, possibly Uma's, you know, Uma's for you, man, because it ain't for everybody, dude. It ain't for everyone. It's only for a select few, few men who are serious about the situation of this Uma, who want to restore the honor to this Uma by the permission of Allah. Guys, you will find me in that program. I'm not even lying. Like the second we're going to stop recording this podcast, I'm going and I'm, and I'm joining the program. So I'm just letting you guys know that you will find me in the program. Just letting all the listeners know. So uh, that's an incentive. If you guys, if you guys want to join the program, you're gonna, you're gonna find me in there. So um, uma.thinkific.com, umma.thinkific.com, guys, go and go and place that order. It's gonna be the best investment you've ever made this year. Um, and inshallah, go and follow on Instagram and YouTube. We're gonna drop all those links in the comments, uh, in description, wherever you're watching. And of course, uh, you know the drill, guys. Make sure to support us. Uh, at Omar Printer on all social media platforms, wherever you are, just look us up and, and go ahead and give us a follow. And if you enjoyed this podcast, make sure to subscribe and rate and let us know uh, your comments as well, inshallah. And until then, we'll see you next episode. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.